Hey friends, welcome to the Next Step Leadership Podcast, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I'm Tracy Reynolds, and my partner in crime for the Next Step journey is Chris Maxwell. Together we hope to inspire, assist, and create the confidence you need to take your next step in your personal growth, your vocation, your spiritual life, or maybe your calling. Thanks for joining us. Well, come on, let's dive into this week's episode of Next Step Leadership. Welcome to Next Step Leadership. I'm Chris Maxwell, and I'm having a conversation with Tracy Reynolds. Tracy, um, our last conversation uh, that we were um, enjoying, uh, but also feeling some sadness in as, as we talked here in Next Step Leadership. You told a story of, of a man who had mentored you. He was a great influence in your life. And it was just like, man, it was touching my heart as I was listening to you. And it was reminding me why we do what we do. Uh, it's like in, in our ministry roles, our vocations, our jobs, and, and even this podcast, uh, we want to have a positive influence in um, helping others to take their next steps. Uh, it's a powerful, but I mean, a painful ending, but a powerful story, Tracy. Yeah, thank you. Well, uh, the impact that we have, the opportunity to have on other people, has never been more important. I, I feel that we work in a world, uh, not just because of the pandemic, but the pandemic amplified this need for uh, encouragement, for having other people in our lives. And as you and I were sharing, about most recent things that have happened in our lives. We, we get together once a month and do these podcasts, and there's so much space. And though we, we have a chance to, to catch up daily through texting or phone calls or that kind of thing, there's nothing like seeing you in person. So you were telling me about something that I could just tell was impacting to you, and I'm glad we're going there on this podcast, kind of parlaying from that into this deep-seated need in the lives of people all around us for real peace Mm -hmm. and hope and encouragement in that way. So I would love for you to to share a bit of kind of where that's come from and and, and how you've, uh, how that's impacting your life and why you think that's important. Maybe some practical steps and how to. to Okay. Yeah. I I do see such a need for peace. Uh, We're so pushed and there's, there's so much pressure on us that as leaders, uh, I want us to be people who sort of create a climate of peace and for us to lead with peace we need to live with peace uh, so it's so it's real and it's authentic and it's inside of us and i was speaking at the uh, at the kingdom life uh, conference at life point um, gathering an amazing group of leaders there i just loved the environment in fact tracy is like the whole atmosphere uh, it was just this sense of peace and in in Gatherings like that, when people come together, there's excitement and enthusiasm. Often, uh, we leave remembering the excitement. We did not want that to be the takeaway of this. We wanted it to be, let's have a practical application and some some reminders of how to live the what next. And my my dear friend Lee Grady was one of the speakers, and mm-hmm. and uh, he talked about the importance of mentoring just what you and I talked about in the previous podcast and and how that has to be why we do what we do and and what we do and who we are that has just to be has to be the push and 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 he was one of the examples I used as I was talking because I talked about peace 
It's this this peace that we need. And I was thinking about the uh, the comments that Jesus made. I mean, from John fourteen. I mean, don't we need these words today, Tracy? He said, "Peace I leave." with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I'm just thinking of Jesus. I mean, he did not give these 10 steps to success right, <laughs> uh, right. For, for those that he had been mentoring as he was getting ready to leave and pass uh, the torch on to them. But he did give them this declaration of peace and and then in, in Paul's writing, I mean, you could just see peace all over Scripture. In times right. of storms and uncertainty, there's peace. And that's missing in our world, Tracy. I think, I, I could not agree more, than the context of where Jesus spoke those very words. He was just hours away from betrayal, denial, false accusation. He was going to be brutally beaten and crucified on a cross and die between two two thieves and given zero respect and everything he didn't deserve. Yet in the middle of that, he says, peace I give you, my Mm -hmm. peace. A, that he had peace was unbelievable, but that he would want to impart that knowing the kind of emotional climate that he was, they were just about to encounter. Wow. And and oh, do we need that today. We, yes. We are so often controlled by the external circumstances or our emotions, uh, our, our mental perspective. Um, we need peace. And, and kind of the three points that, that I tried to emphasize the most were, um, first, we need, um, in, in, in each of these, just kind of giving us the big picture of the sources. You know, where does the peace come from? Uh, so that it's it's genuine and a part of our lives. And the first source of peace, it's God's presence. Mm-hmm. Um, as leaders, we hope to follow the leader, uh, but the leader who loves us, who accepts us, who guides us. And God, the Father, is the one who's created us and wants to bring peace to us. He, he's like the Father, not giving, not giving hurt, hate, punishment, harm to us. Right. He's giving peace to us. Mm-hmm. He's giving his peace. And think of Jesus, the, the one that you and I were just mentioning and, and, and in quoting that. He it was leaving peace. Yeah. I mean, he was the one bringing calmness in the middle of the storm. And, and there's so many storms going on in today's leadership world. Let's let him, let's let Jesus come and calm the storms of leadership. Mm. And then that applies to the, the, the Holy Spirit, the wind. The breeze. Tracy, I believe the breeze we need today in leadership is that wind of peace. Mm. Uh, Again, not coming from our own attempts or our own abilities, but from Father, Creator, Jesus, our our teacher and our mentor, our Lord, and then the wind, the Spirit, Mm. just blowing His peace to us. So that was kind of the first point, peace coming from God. Well, let's talk about that a bit more. uh, Jesus modeled that. I mean, I remember Mark chapter 1, verse 35, it says that Jesus, rising up a great while before day, he got up and left the house and went to a solitary place where he prayed. I mean, he led from a place of centered peace. And, and peace is more, isn't it, than the absence of war? <laughs> it's, it's more than that. There's something about having peace in the midst of 
chaos that's possible only through Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's just so rich. So something about the presence of God, taking the time to to come apart so we don't come apart, right? Yeah. Uh, That's so good. So that was the first point. Yeah. And then the second one is so important, and we we often miss it. I know, Tracy, I miss it. I miss this. Uh, But the second one is God's perspective. Mm. Yeah, we need God's presence, but we need His perspective. What if we could change the lens we look through? What if we could see through His eyes um, as we as we make decisions and and think of all of the circumstances around us? I want us to be able to look from God's perspective. He sees more than we see. He sees wider and deeper, and it's just like bringing this peaceful eye of the hurricane feel to us in the middle of the storm there is some sense of calmness here and it gives us that perspective so maybe if we have this perspective we're not willing to respond as quickly and have this sudden emotional response but but we have this peaceful perspective we 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 see better Mm. i've noticed over the years that the people I respect the most are people who tend to move from a, a sense of centeredness, a sense of not drivenness, but um, there's, they're not in such a hurry. There's a, a calmness and a pacing about them that I think the word peace is probably appropriate. Um, they're moving forward with a sense of confidence but there's expectancy and there's joy. And even in the midst of sorrow, there's a sense of hope that this is not all there is. And, and I was talking with a friend just very recently about um, for Christians, there's always hope. There's always a future. It doesn't end here. That all the stuff we're going through, that this light and momentary affliction, as Paul would call it, is working for us a joy that's above it all. And that's no, those are not platitudes. Chris, you and I have walked through plenty enough together to, to know that there have been many, many times when, when God would just have to give us a sense of his presence, but then again, a sense of his perspective, yeah. the big picture, the 35,000 feet. We'll just take a moment to just take a breath, take a pause, and know that, yeah, it looks bleak right now, that, that you know, what weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes when? In the morning. Yeah. There's a perspective. And understanding that helps us be able to say these words that as leaders we do not like to say, I don't know. Isn't isn't it just healing to be able to say those words? I don't know. know, Realizing, hey, we're not there yet. We're moving closer. We're doing all that we can during this interim (laughs) during you know as we're kind of crossing the bridge from where we have been to where we want to go. But gaining God's perspective gives us peace so yeah god's god's presence with us uh boy we 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 need that just that that presence of god um who is bringing peace and the spirit of the lord i mean peace is part of that fruit of the spirit it's one of the results of god living within us but that gives us the better lens to look through the, the the better perspective so those are the first two and and the third one is it, this is interesting, Tracy, because in, in you and I laugh and, and we love humor, but we often hear the joke that oh, pastoring would be okay if it if it 
if we didn't have to put up with people or our yeah. church would be fine if it wasn't for the people. And I want to say, no, this is what it's about. <laughs> the church is <laughs> This people. is the whole purpose. Yeah. Uh, and Jesus said, hey, you, you know, your assignment is to go and make disciples. Your, he didn't say your assignment is to put on a show. Mm. Your assignment is to go and make disciples. So my argument, as I spoke at this gathering, my argument was we need the peace that comes from God, peace that will, will come as we obtain a better perspective, but peace will also come as we are with people. Now, that surprised everyone because that didn't seem to be a fit, does it? Yeah. Well, it depends on the people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, that, and that was my argument, that we often feel like that we must be around people who are always in a good mood. But my argument is, going back to what we talked about in, this, in our last podcast, if we are mentoring yeah. and if we are being mentored by others, if, if we are living in the plural and not the singular, we have people around us who can help us find peace. That yes. we are there helping others find peace. So we're not all, I mean, I mean, I feel like I'm on an island sometimes, living in isolation. That may be the emotion. That may be the first thoughts that come to my mind. But I don't have to stay there. Right. I have to, I have to be willing to get on that, get on that boat of conversation, mm-hmm. of dialogue, and let that ship just take me, you know, through the wind. That sailboat is taking me to community and to conversations with other people. We need people for better self-care, yeah. for pastoral care. We need somebody that, Tracy, will stare at us in the face with a loving expression, with a gentle tone, and really ask, Chris, how do you, how do you feel about what the doctor said in your last appointment? Mm-hmm. Chris, how are you handling... After, after going through what you've been through, how are you really handling that? Yeah. Um, we need to be willing to encourage people to see a professional Christian counselor, encourage people to see a doctor, encourage people to not live life alone. It, it, it's too much and too often a performance or pretending when we need to be real and be around God's people. I believe peace will come, yeah, in God's presence, and we mm-hmm. gain the right perspective. But people who are mentoring us, pastoring us, counseling us, a doctor, a friend, those who are spending time with us, getting time with them is putting us in that place of peace. Yeah, I call those replenishing relationships. Replenishing. Re- not, they, they don't just take, but they're giving back to us. We have to have a handful of those in, in our lives. And there's so many times when I have received peace from being around people. I was on a, a trip for about nine days, and there was something so reassuring about being with those significant people. My wife, I was so glad to see her. I missed mm-hmm. her. Now, I didn't pine away. I didn't step at night crying, because, but I missed her. I missed her presence. I missed she. Uh, she brings so much joy and value and love to my life. And, and I love the life we've created together. So it was so good to, to have that peaceful time back with her, to sleep in my own bed again uh, and, and just have her near instead of you know a text away. I love that, Chris. Thank you for yeah. sharing so deeply about the peace of God that we need. The peace, my peace, as Jesus was said, that, it, we, that I give you. Because sometimes we just can't see through the fog to see what the next step is. Yeah. And the one thing that will allow us to do that is for God to give us 
his peace to clear away the fog mm-hmm. so we can see clearly the next step so that our next step can be our best step. Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership, the weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you dropped in. You can find us on all your favorite podcast providers. Hey, do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if you really want to help us, give us a rating. We so appreciate your support. Chris Maxwell is the author of 10 books, including Pause with Jesus, Underwater, A Slow and Sudden God, and his latest book of poetry, Embracing Now. You can find links to all of his work and our social media information at our website, nextstepleadership.buzzsprout.com. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. Follow them on Instagram at Casual Americans. And new music is coming soon. We release Next Step Leadership each Thursday, so join us next week on the Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step.